Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. With Lee Lonsberry. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. The world's a little different today, huh? <laughs> no more color coding. No more. Co- Here, here's the unfortunate thing about that. I uh, was getting excited. I was getting excited to be green. I uh, I had a uh, well. Okay, I didn't buy a uh, I didn't buy a shirt just to celebrate green. Uh, but I did set one aside. I had a green shirt, and my, I, I'm not kidding you. I had in the back of my mind uh, a plan for the day when it came that we had moved into the green risk level uh, statewide. Uh, that we'd have some sort of big green celebration. Well, that's out the window because the color coding is ancient history, and now we have a. a new system in place, the COVID-19 transmission index. I asked for for your responses. If you'd like to get on the line, the, the phones are still open. It's 801-575-TALK, 801-575-8255. Also, the Utah Community Credit Union text line is open. I'd love to hear from you there. As you heard uh, from state leaders, health leaders, uh, w- w- what did you think? Uh, and as if you maybe maybe you've had the opportunity to uh, click and clack around the coronavirus.utah.gov website to see how your county fared uh, in its new classification again under this uh, transmission index, the COVID nineteen transmission index. What are your thoughts? Uh, how do you react to that? Five seven five zero zero is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, with reaction from the Speaker of the Utah House of Representatives, Brad Wilson sent uh, this note. He says, quote, as COVID-19 cases have risen sharply across our state, it has become evident that the color-coded system implemented during the first weeks of the pandemic was no longer meeting the needs of the ongoing response. The new transmission index is a data-driven and sets statewide standards while empowering local elected and health officials to tailor restrictions to address local needs, most importantly. And again, I'm, I'm reading here from the, the statement from Brad Wilson, Speaker of the Utah House. Most importantly, he continues, this places responsibility for our state's response with each of us individually by showing where we are and what it will take for restrictions to be relaxed. We should all be eager to do our part as individuals, families, and businesses to drive our case rate as low as possible. Uh, so something interesting. He uh, he used the word uh, motivate there, uh, and it places uh, responsibility for our state's response on each of us individually. Uh, a thought uh, was just triggered in my head, and it's a competitive thought. Uh, look at this. We know we quite literally have a scoreboard now. We have the the metrics that will be used to move counties uh, from one classification to uh, another, why not be competitive about it? You know, why not? Uh, right now, in the high level of transmission, uh, the, the six Utah counties in which masks are uh, required, 
and that's an important word that we're gonna uh, we're gonna dwell on for just a, a moment. Required, uh, but the five. Six, rather, counties in the high level of transmission are Cache, Garfield, Juab, Salt Lake, Utah, and Wasatch. Uh, why not compete? All right, so you are listening uh, to this program for one of those six counties. Uh, which of these six can be the first uh, to be transitioned up to the moderate level? Uh, I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm going to do what I can to, uh, to to lead my county of residents into the moderate level. Uh, competition could be a good thing. Uh, maybe it could uh, help us out here. Now, onto that question of requirement versus mandate. If you were listening carefully, as I was uh, during the remarks by the governor, by the state epidemiologist, by the uh, by the director, acting director of the Department of Health, uh, never once. Uh, was the the word uh, mandate used in terms of the new plan here? Uh, requirement and required uh, is what is what uh, has been uttered. And so to call this a mask mandate, I think that was the last thing uh, that the governor wanted to do. Uh, and I, I don't know. I think we might be into an area of semantics. What's the difference between a requirement and a mandate? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I do know this, that there are many questions coming in via texts uh, ta- asking about church meetings. Uh, and if I'm honest, I, I, I am unsure. I don't know. I have, uh, you know, you do the, the control F trick, try to find words. I have looked through the, the website. I've also, uh, looked through the, the frequently asked questions section of these, of this new announcement. And, uh, and I do not see, uh, reference made to, to church gatherings. Uh, I, I can only assume that they fit into one of the established categories, uh, but it's not explicit. And so right now, I, uh, I hate to admit to you, uh, that I don't know. Uh, but we certainly here at KSL will uh, try to find that answer and reveal it as soon as it's available. Uh, for your reaction, let me see here. Um, uh, Josh is on the line from Salt Lake. Josh, uh, welcome to the program. How are you? That's good. Uh, all right. That's one. You have a great day. Josh, are you at the drive thru? What did you order? <laughs> did Josh, you on the line? Hello? Hey. Hey, hey what, what do you think? You heard this from the from the governor. You heard this from uh, those health officials. Uh, what do you think about it all? How, what strikes you first off? Well, I I think that everybody should be helping out each other. I think that we got to come together. How, how do we do that? Do, is, is it simply complying with the with the request? That's how we come together. Well, it's it's us. Us adults, and it's the gosh dang zoobies and the college students think that they can just party all week. It's common sense here. If they want to party, we're going to cry because we're not watching BYU football. The best season ever, we're missing out because they're not being common sense. I'm just tired of all these zoobies partying left and right, and they're not getting cited. I see it. Yeah. Uh, You're wearing your mask, though, and you're encouraging your family to do the same? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm wearing my mask. I I usually play golf. I don't wear my mask playing golf because I just play golf by myself. All right. Well, listen. I'm grateful to you for listening. Thanks for calling. Uh, and stay safe. And hopefully, those you hear that word zoobies. Uh, it's like a pejorative, right? For the for the young people in Utah County, in particular BYU students. Uh, I was uh, I think I, I was called a zoobie a time or two. I can't. I, I can say that, right? I can say that word on the radio. Is that right? Uh, let's go to the next caller on the line. Uh, who do we have here? 
Yeah, my name's Josh. Hey, Josh, how you doing? You're calling from Salt Lake. What do you think about uh, what's been announced here by the governor? Um, well, here's my concern. I got two concerns. Um, I am a small business. I'd like to know what in the world is going to, you know, help us as small businesses because, um, you know, I'm struggling. I mean, you know, you know, the Costco and the Walmarts of the world are, are, are running everything right now, and I'm struggling. Um, I'd like to know what they're going to do when they're telling everybody to basically it's a scare tactic, stay away, stay home, stay away from everybody. That's one concern. My next concern is what about my kids who uh, suffer from asthma and stuff that it's terrible what's going on in the schools when, when, you know, my kids are going into the, um, they don't have a nurse's office, but they have to go to the principal's office. if They make one cough, one cough. Yeah. They're not sick. My kids aren't sick. Josh, I got to so, let you go, Josh. I'm grateful to you for the call. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, this will continue to be covered throughout the day. The the new classifications. What are we calling this? The the COVID nineteen transmission index. The new uh, the new law of the land here in the state of Utah as we continue to battle the coronavirus. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.